Welcome back. It is October 27th, Wednesday at 8.19 p.m. Vince, we yes, back. Yes, sir. We are back. Taxi Squad podcast out here. Ready out here. Lots of shit going on in the sports world right now, Ken. <sighs> it's a doozy out here in the Chi-Town, man. It really is. Yeah, so... I'll just kick it off here. Um, so a wait, lot wait, 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 wait. Can I paint yeah. the story? Can I paint please. the story? Okay. Go ahead, please. So everybody has some context to this. Uh, yesterday, Tuesday, October 26th, I was in a training all day for work. I get a text saying, we got to talk about the Blackhawks. And I'm like, why in the fuck are we going to talk about the Blackhawks? We never <laughs> talk about that hockey. And Vince is like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. Like, there's been a major investigation. and Everybody got fired. So with that being said, Vince... <laughs> Yeah. Wrap it off. <laughs> All right. So as you said, uh, so this happened in 2010, but the investigation started out at the beginning of the summer here. So um, basically the owners of Blackhawks, Danny and Rocky Wirtz, had Jenner and Block, which is a private investigation um, on Brad Aldrich, who was a former athletic trainer, accused of sexual assault in 2010 while working with the Hawks. So basically the Hawks, Hawks decided to do this investigation they were going to keep it private they made it public um and it came out yesterday so basically at the end of the day um this guy brad aldrich uh committed sexual assault to a player that was on the team um he was on like the b squad going in uh during the uh stanley cup finals so sexually assaulted him i'm not going to get into the details you can look it up if you want um and he told some of the higher ups, some of the front office guys in Chicago about it. Um, specifically Stan Bowman, who is the current GM as of yesterday or two days ago and not anymore, but told him um, Stan Bowman got released yesterday by the Blackhawks because of this, because it wasn't uh, brought to the NHL or to the owners of the Blackhawks. So basically the reasoning cited in the report is that John McDonough, who was the president of the team, and Stan Bowen were both aware of the situation but didn't report to the NHL um, because of the proximity of how close the Hawks were to winning the championship. So the reason that nobody knew is because they didn't want to mess up their championship run. Um, this guy sued the Blackhawks at the beginning of this year, bringing in the, this investigation, and everything's coming out right now. It's really sketchy. Um, basically, this guy got fired, but very under the table at in 2010 during that summer. Um, the Hawks covered up the situation, quietly fired him, um, and that summer they allowed to move him to move on to Miami University um, and a high school. So at the high school, he ended up assaulting a 16-year-old member of the boys' hockey team, and at the university, he assaulted a hockey camp intern and an undergraduate student in 2012. Um and that could have been avoided if this were brought up when it was reported the first time um, and it didn't happen. And now I feel like the team organization and legacy is kind of tarnished now from all those cups because it's like you got to do your due diligence in the situation. So, yeah, who up. knows? Uh, like, like who's supposed to know that there's a Sandusky situation basically going on on a championship run? Of a season. That's the kicker too, is that this happened smack dab in the middle of all the Sandusky stuff. So it's like I, it was on the front of mind. Right. And and these I mean, it wasn't in the middle because the Sandusky stuff came out in like two thousand eleven. Well, it was two thousand nine when it started happening, is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. Yeah. But it didn't get like super, super 
like publicized, yeah. yeah, publicized or out in the press until like 2011. And then, you know, the demise of Penn State happens, all the all the restrictions. And I mean, as we've seen, that's almost taken them a decade to come back from and actually be relevant again. So, you know, I guess the real question is here is, you know, how long are the Blackhawks going to take to recover from this? Because now <laughs> the fan base is beside themselves. Um, this is a team that was basically beside themselves right now, literally beside themselves. Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, you listen to local sports talk radio. People are like, you know, I'm a I'm a 10 year, 20 year season ticket holder. I'm done. You hear people who even go see the Rockford Ice Hogs, which is the uh, AHL affiliate saying they're done. I mean, it is so, so detrimental to the team now. And how they move forward is just going to be a giant question mark. And it, it's really sad to see the demise of such a wonderful team and multiple great memories for everybody in Chicago. That was awesome when they were running it. And too, it kind of begs the question right now, if anybody else that's currently in in the NHL that worked for the Hawks at the time are going to have anything to do with it. Um, Joel Quenville Q, who was the Hawks coach at the time um, now coaches, the Florida Panthers. He won three cups and then, Kevin Chevaldeoff, I think his name is, is the GM of the Winnipeg Jets, but he was the assistant GM. So he's talking to Gary Bettman, who is the commissioner of the NHL in the coming days. Both of them are um, to kind of get to the bottom of this. But I don't this isn't even close to over. Um, This is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So we'll monitor. This guy's a sexual predator deviant, clearly. and, And I mean, the fact that they don't report this or blacklist this guy forever. After and they allowed him to move on and continue. That's the, that's the biggest with younger people. Part. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. All of it's terrible. And, and it's just, you know, the evil in our world today and this type of stuff and, and poor kids who, who really don't know any better. I mean, if you're 18, even 20, 21, I mean, you're as a male, at least your, your brain's not fully developed at all. And yep. You know, this is just a, another god awful thing, and it's very, in a very Penn where, State, very U.S. Yeah. USA gymnastics team type shit going on in our great city. But this definitely puts a damper on all those championships. It really, really does. It's yeah. really heartbreaking. But if you want to learn more about it, go check it out. The whole report's out there. Um, let's get to some more fun stuff. Though, let's huh? get to fun stuff after we Why just not? totally debbie downed everybody's day. Got to talk uh, about it. Got to talk about gotta it. Got to talk about it, though, because and, and Vince, you know what? Epic journalistic props to you, because I believe you were one of the first people to break this news on the Twitter gram, weren't you? I was. I was pretty top on. I was watching the presser as it happened. Yeah. And the, the only way you're going to get any of this information from me is following the taxi squad. To at Taxi Squad One on Twitter, please do it. I love you. Do it, do it, and at Taxi Squad on the Instagram. Not as informative, more fun and, and jazzy. Uh, but you know, Vince coming with the big news, put it on his journalism hat. He actually said that in text. I might screenshot that and put it up for everybody to see. <laughs> Took put on my journalism hat today, and I think I was like one of the first to post it. I was like, that was. boy. Yeah, that a boy. We're breaking news here, people. We're going to be a source one of these days. It's not a fun thing to to break, but. We're going to be like Adam Schefter. According to my sources. (laughs) I don't want to be like Adam Schefter. According to my sources. I'm taller than him. (laughs) According to my sources, I am legally described as a midget. Uh, Not like Siciliano, though. I I would love to see. You know what I'd love to see? 
I'd love to that. see Andrew Siciliano and Adam Schefter at a high jump contest. And El Tuve. Throw him in there. <laughs> Throw El Tuve in there. See what oh, happens. That's great. That's great. Well, onward and upward. Hey, week seven recap. Vinny, mm-hmm. look at finally giving me a run for my money here. <laughs> finally. Get out of here. Um, I ended up getting a game on you this week. So now it's just a one game here. So hold on to your bootstraps, boys. It's Right now, to give you a recap on where we're at. So week seven, Mike went eight and five. I went nine and four. So on the year so far, Mike is 53 and 37. I'm 52 and 38. So neck and neck right now. Oh, yeah. Going, 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 uh, going straight forward. I, I love to see it. You just that Colts pick was sneaky, man. I give you a lot of credit. I told you. I told you. You can go back and listen to it, too. I was like, this shit's going to happen. I could feel it. Mm-hmm. I feel it coming. I can't believe I picked the Broncos. Yeah, I can't I believe I picked that. the Broncos. Well, it's because Case Keenum was coming in. The unsurety of that. I don't know. I mean, how about those shitty Chiefs, huh? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Let's roll them down here. So Broncos Browns was probably the most bo- not even the most boring game of the week because this oh, whole week was new. And we're back. Sorry. Uh, technical <laughs> difficulties there. <laughs> Don't we know why that happened. Wrapped off the call entirely. So <laughs> let's get right back into our NFL picks for the week, people. Vince. Why not? Yes. What were the records again? Okay. Go ahead. So I got a game on you this week. So Bucker. Uh, <laughs> so this week you went eight and five. I went nine and four. Um, there's a couple picks in there that were interesting on both ends of us. So on the year here, we're 53 and 37. You are, and I am 52 and 38. So we're neck and neck going into week eight here, bud. Oh yeah. Finally, I get some competition. <laughs> get out of here. Finally. <laughs> hey, I, was I talked the shit for like the first three weeks. <laughs> Mike. Fade Mike. Fade Mike. Hey, we're good. We're good. Oh, we're yeah. out here. Um, let's just, let's just get right to it then. Huh? Uh-huh. Thursday night football. Well, actually, as a whole arching thing, this week was the most boring week of like any football. I mean, any football's fine, but you had six teams on buys, and there was no like good game really. Like the no, only good game it was, was like, the Bengals game was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but besides that, Bengals Ravens was good. But besides that, it was just like pretty weak week for the footballs. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, college football, by the way, was a great weekend. Yes, um, yes, pretty good weekend there and uh, in, in, in not the week before, but still a very good weekend in the college footballs. But, you know, we'll have all other episodes for that. But yeah, man, you know, starting Thursday night, it, that game was such a snooze fest. I mean, to be expected, though, defense, defense, defense and you know, brutal very, quarterback play, uh, brutal quarterback play. Hey, um, don't sleep on Teddy. <sighs> no, I mean, it's fine. It was fine. He like I said before, like he's one of those like limit mistakes come out doesn't do anything crazy, but he can lead a team. But I mean, Case Keenum, we've seen him start. He's back and forth the same way. It's just a Browns win, boring game. Broncos yeah. suck. Whatever. <laughs> Undefeated start for the Broncos, though. We already said it, but definitely smoke and mirrors there. Oh, yeah. It it uh, it, it was definitely one of those situations with, uh, with the Broncos that, yeah, you, you knew eventually it was going to fall off the table. Easy schedule off the bat here, and then now that they're playing some better teams, it's not going so well. No, no. Vicky V might be getting a hot booty right now. That seat might be getting toasty, so we'll see how that goes. He will eventually be a defensive coordinator once again. And that's what he's made to do, so Uh that's good. Uh Um, The most surprising loss of the week, or even like how big of the loss it was, the Chiefs and the Titans 
Dude, Chiefs didn't score a touchdown, man. Do not sleep on the Titans. Real talk. Yeah. No. Uh, they are going for blood right now. They looked rough in the beginning of the year. Um, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, they got uh, Arthur Smith went out to Atlanta, so he wasn't the OC there anymore. I'm like, maybe Tannehill was just a system guy. But shit, man. Like, I mean, Derrick Henry's having a great year, as to be expected. Oh, Titans yeah. look good. Titans <laughs> look really good. Hey, man, Titans look like uh, the real deal. Look at Derrick Henry, though, throwing touchdowns, yeah, rushing for touchdowns. Dog. Just a beast. He's Absolute a dog. Uh, I do have to remind you, though, they did lose to the New York Jets. They did lose to the Robert Sala-led Jets. Yes, they did. I don't know how, but they did. Well, you know, first Any three weeks Sunday. in the NFL, man, are just, are just a crapshoot. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you got to remember a lot of starters don't play in preseason because they're trying to save them. And, you know, a lot of that is just kind of, you know, smoke and mirrors the first few weeks and then they hit their stride and then it's like, watch out. Yep. Any given Sunday. Any given Uh, Sunday. Good film. On the other end of that, the Chiefs are broken. Oh, the Chiefs, man. I I think they figured out Patty Boy Mahomes. They just do not look on the same page at all right now. He doesn't look as comfortable as he usually is. Um, first time in his career, he throws an interception in six straight games. K- Kelsey and Hill didn't do shit all game. Uh, I don't know what it is. Like They're currently in a situation where they're going to be fiending for a wild card, especially in that division, where it just seems so wrong to me. I don't think – I mean, obviously, people are like, oh, trade Mahomes, like – Shouldn't assign him to that big of a deal. Get out of here with all that. Guy's talented. Like it's he's gonna come back around to it, but it definitely seems like there is some uh trouble in paradise right now up in Kansas City. They just need to prove that they can beat a good team, man. Yep. They haven't been able to do that all season long. And that O line looks rough, that defense looks rough. So if they're not making those like superstar seventy yard plays, like it's a I mean, it's bad. <laughs> like, they spent a lot good. of money on that offensive line too. Uh-huh. Bet a lot of key good. pieces for their future on that offensive line and they are just not performing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And for the last couple of years we've been like, oh, the Chiefs are going to turn it around. They're gonna flip the switch. They're gonna be good. I don't know how they do it this year. Like You wanna know you wanna know who it is? Who it is? Who, who it is? Think about it. Think about it. Who's who? messing them up, you're saying? Uh-huh. Who's who's putting the Maloikio? Who's putting the fucking eye on the Chiefs? After he beat him in the Super Bowl a year ago. Oh, Tom. Tom fucking Brady. Uh, he is the dynasty killer. He is. I mean, he is. He like, really no is. Go look it up. Though. Legion of Boom. Dead. Yeah. Brady. Best show on turf. Dead. Brady. Ah, that's true. Well, also. Patrick uh, Mahomes. Greatest thing next to slight spread. Potentially. Dead. I mean, Brady. Dick, Dirk, Dick Vermeil left that. What'd that you call me? Team. <laughs> he left that Rams team in what was it, oh one or whatever, maybe. Um, so that also was their downfall, but still, it's he's been doing it for years. There's just a proven record there. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know about that though. We'll see how it goes moving forward. I don't see them having a losing record by any means, but playoffs might be out of the question here. You know, it's really early to say that because we're about at the halfway point. Now the weather starts to become a factor for these that teams. AFC, though, that AFC is tough. Kansas City, it snows, bro. No, Kansas City right now, they're in a tough spot. And more so, like you said, the AFC, man, 
AFC right now is a really rough division. Yeah. Like, like the Raiders and the, the chargers are considerably ahead of them now. So no, they really are. It's, it's kind of, uh, if the the Ravens and the Bengals are going to make it like what's happening on the wild card then. So can we just jump to the Bengals? I mean, we'll, we'll get to the, we'll get to the cheese heads, but you know, I am, I am really impressed the way this Bengals team has come back now after that big win against Jacksonville. And now has just gone on a tear. What a damn game. It seemed, I don't know about you, but it seemed like I was watching red zone. So it seemed like every other game was starting up and that ran the Rams or the Ravens and the Bengals like did not want to finish the game. It was just like throwing the ball, clock stops, throw the ball, clock stops. Like that was a great game. Ravens, you know, and I said it here. I don't think it's anything to do with them really classic upset upset spot after beating the chargers like they did like sometimes you just drop a game but what the Bengals look like it was something else they may have come out a little too big for their britches they really may have they they may have been like yeah like a little like kind of in their head like oh yeah we got this and then the Bengals come out and drop 41 points on them holding them 17 points i mean that defense looked legit and how about jamar chase well that kid's a stud Dude, he's on pace to be the best rookie receiver ever. Let's relax. He's not. He's on pace. I'm not. This isn't me saying yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. But right now, he's on pace to have a better season than Randy Moss. Well, I. You know what? For him and for Joey B, I hope they do it because yeah. I think that's a that's a phenomenal feat as a rookie wide receiver. And you know, you're kind of reunited with your guy again, and it's uh, it's great to see. But what I love to see though is them in press conferences after the game being like, oh, yeah, we're 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 used to this. And like, yeah, co- collectively, they're like, yeah, we played in SEC. Like these crowds ain't shit. Like, <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, it's like, OK, yeah, that's that's kind of a true statement. And they reached the pinnacle together, too. But seven hundred and fifty five, fifty four yards through seven games. Most ever needs fourteen hundred basically to end the year and break the record. Bet on the Bengals in the future, man. After they get a couple, uh, after they get a couple drafts underneath them that are legit, it's gonna be a scary roster over there. And uh, that D line looked good too. Mm-hmm. That D line so looked like legit, legit. They were coming like after them. I like to see a competitive, competitive Bengals team. That'd be fun. Yeah, they haven't, they haven't had a competitive team since Boomer Sizen. Well, I mean, Dalton brought it to the playoffs, but and I'm Boomer Sizen. Esiason? Is that what you're <laughs> That's his name. Boomer Esiason. Esiason. Is it Esiason? Starts with an E. I just always remember heard heard him say Boomer Sizen. Maybe the E is silent. <laughs> or either that it's... either that or I'm putting the wrong and fastest on the wrong syllable. I but... think that's what I think that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Very well, this could be what it is. Uh no, Bengals, I mean for real though. They could be a serious contender, and I don't know if this year's the year. I'm not ready to crown their asses, uh, you know, a la Kenny Green quite yet, but they look good. Yeah, I mean, hey, there's a wild card spot for them if they don't win the division, but right now they're in charge of the division. So That might be a low-key bet, by the way, for everybody out there who uh, puts the money on the sports. Sprinkle some responsible money on that. Just yeah, sprinkle. maybe just a little just a little dabble do you. Might be a good calculated bet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, the the boys to the north here, the green and gold. Uh, yeah. If I didn't hate them so much, I would have liked their jerseys. That's all I'm saying. 
Yeah, I agree. Those were pretty cool. They look cool. I was pissed. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I say one good thing about him. I'm Packer Mike, and you're over here praising the jerseys. You said you liked Aaron Rodgers. I will never. You know what? I figured it out, and and I figured it out tonight about the whole Aaron Rodgers thing that you like to bust my balls about. Give it to me straight. So to give people a backstory, I'm a big fan of the Pat McAfee show. Oh, the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, you know, (laughs) like I watch it pretty, 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 you know, religiously, and. They have on the the Raj man every every week and Tuesday, right? Tuesday. Yeah, and, and yeah, he's a pretty good dude. Uh, seems like a humble enough guy, but I just really don't fucking like him, uh, especially after he plays Paris. I'm like, God, I fucking hate that guy. But I relate it, and, and to anybody who's seen this film, uh, to Anchorman, Wes Mantooth, hmm. <laughs> and Ron Burgundy. So I'm Wes Mantooth, and Aaron Rodgers is Ron Burgundy. And if anybody remembers at the end of the movie, he goes, Burgundy, I hate you, but God damn it, do I respect you? Yep. And that's how I look at it. That's what it is. I hate him, but I respect him. Yep. And if that I makes mean, any fucking sense at all. There it you does. Go. I mean, you can't you can't deny the success he's had. Mm. The, only, the only thing he's got to do is figure out how to win an NFC championship. And I'm cool if he never figures that out. But yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool if he just gets there. like a sniff of the apple, but never gets there. Exactly. Give him. He has one championship. That's keep all it. it. Yeah, keep it. Um, On the other side of this token here, Taylor Heineke might not be the guy. No, no one ever believed he was going to be a guy, man. Hey, I mean, he let's face it. He had sparks. Yeah, he had sparks. And, you know, Brett Favre is his hero and, you know, all that good stuff. Did the Lambo leap and, you, you know, OK, that's that fine. play, Mike. <laughs> you can't Poor do guy. the Lambo leap unless you score. Dude. Poor, just just run it in, man. If you get you blasted in the end zone, just you need to be so confident to do the Lambo leap. You need to be so. And confident. then they call the playback and he's like, wait, wait, what? He's down at the one. He did the Lambo leap. Wait, what? And then they don't score on the one. Yep. Oh, that what a kick is in the balls. rough. That is rough right there. To Poor guy. Um, they won the division last year and there's no way in yeah Satan's hell they're going to get back to it this year. <laughs> no, I don't know whose other, who, whose other hell it would be, but yeah, no, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, no, it, I, I'm disappointed with the outcome of the Washington football team. I was high on them in the off season and they I have just them to be good. Yeah. I think we all did. And I really like Ron Rivera cause I met him as a kid and he was really nice to me. So shout out Ron Rivera. But, uh, once yeah, Fitz was out. Yeah, the but Fitz wasn't going to be good. the guy either. Come on, everybody stop this shit. Like Ryan hey, Fitzpatrick is a starting can, quarterback. He can bring you to a playoffs. He can bring you to the playoffs. In my he, opinion, no, he can't. They need. They need. Know who they need? Who? They need fucking Cam Newton. No. Nah. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm telling you right now, Cam I, goes I there, think, they start winning. I think Fitzpatrick's a better a better spot there than Cam Newton for sure. Well, Cam, Cam Newton, Cam, Cam, Cam just can't throw the ball, throw the ball anymore. Exactly, that's the problem. Yeah, well, what are you going to do with Terry McLaurin if you have Cam Newton? Yeah, I know. I don't know. I bet you him and Scary Terry put up numbers together, though, if they were to I mean, get together. I'd prefer to have Fitzpatrick in that scenario. He need They need to go get Mitch. <laughs> have Mitch come down and do it for him. Mm, I don't know how Mitch does there, but I don't know we'll... Mitch um, <laughs> yeah, Mitch is going to get a starting gig, by the way. Oh, yeah. Somewhere, oh, yeah. After this somewhere somehow. Oh, yeah. Buffalo yeah. rehab them. Boom. Bring him in. Boom. Not going to be very good, but boom. Um, Packers look good, man. I mean, yep. there's no two bones about it. They're they're going to take the division. Yeah. 
It's with over. flying colors. Sign sealed deliver. It's theirs. And Minnesota's probably coming in second. So. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're we're yeah, we're right. over here coming together as a team. Uh, Growing closer. Next uh, matchup here. Hey, my boy Sammy game. got pulled, man. Horrible game. Uh, yeah. They he made the look Giants good. look good. It's weird because the until this week the Giants have only been good on the road. So this is the first game at home where the Giants were good and they looked really good. Oh yeah. Um, Sam Darnold got benched for anybody who didn't see. Uh, and Chubba Hubbard is not Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> no one's Christian McCaffrey, but man, it I goes know. to show you though, like how the, much he means to that team. Yeah, but this it's how much the team needs him. But the stock in this team is solely based off of McCaffrey's health, and he's proven that he's not going to be healthy. And we're back again. Welcome to the spookiest episode we ever had, where we have two technical difficulties at the same episode. Welcome um, to the Spook Squad. It's, are you scared yet? <laughs> are you scared, people? Because I know the sure shit we are. We're going to try, or actually, I'm going to try my best not to fuck anything up. Because Don't I'm, touch it. I'm not going to touch anything. We're going to make sure that this works for the rest of the time. Here, I just so. hope everybody can hear my reactions once it goes off. Cause it's pretty funny. It's like, where did he go? I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it was so, Chubba Hubbard, dude. He's coming for us. This fucking Chubba Hubbard's coming for us. He knew we were talking about it. He's like, nah, he's like, cut it off. <laughs> Episode 16. Good luck. Assholes. Good luck in 17. Assholes. <laughs> All yeah, right, we're back. <laughs> Moving on to the Falcons and the Dolphins. This, this game was, was actually really good. This is probably the, one of the best games this week, which is really saying something here. Uh, Kyle Pitts is going now. He looks pretty good. He, hey, he looks every bit of a young Julio Jones as a young Julio Jones. They spread him out this week, and I, it's helping him out a lot. He's definitely playing more of a receiver role, and yep. good for him because he looks really, really good. Everything I said that they should be and do with him that they're doing and they're successful. Yeah. It's amazing. And Matt Ryan doesn't look too bad. No, Matty Ice actually looks kind of Matty Ice of old and he's starting to get in the flow. He gets Calvin Ridley back now. Mm-hmm. They're going to go on a tear. They just need a running back. Yeah. Mike Davis like they, ain't it. No, he's that guy's got massive quads, but that's about it. Thick thighs. Thick thighs. But dude, Pitts made like two catches, like circus catches this yeah. past week. Like, he's not holy. a tight end, man. He's not no. tight end. I've said this from the jump. He may run like a like like an idiot, but he is a hell of an athlete. He's a power forward, basically. <laughs> That's dude, what he looks like. Beast. No, if you watch him run his 40, it's kind of funny. Uh he's like all over the place. Just doesn't have any discipline when it comes to it. His legs are clicking out and stuff. Oh yeah, it's pretty funny. But he, I mean, God, he cut his 40 in like a 4-4 or 4-5 or some nonsense. Just a freak for his yeah. size. So. If you're fast, you're fast. Doesn't matter what you look like. Fast or fast. But yeah, um, Matt Ryan looks good. Yeah. And the Dolphins look like the Dolphins. Well, you know, man, they really looked like they were going to come back and win that game. And then, you know, young ho cool. Old hole. Not so cool. But my <laughs> young ho is cool. Um. <laughs> He looks great, man. I mean, he's a great kicker, and he yeah. put it, he put that game on ice for them. So can't punt though. 
No, they can't punt. No, no. no. You know, I, I don't know. I think Tua, Tua shows some signs. I mean, he had, I mean, he did bring them back to that game. And, you know, from what the, from what the looks of it's going to be is he's on his way to Houston, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second too, but. Oh yeah. It looks like something's going to happen there. Uh, but Hey, is Brian Flores a good coach? Yeah. You know, defensive coach, fantastic. Um, but the whole kit here, I, I feel like if he had a quarterback, they would be in better shape. I That's just don't... exactly how I feel. Yeah. Because it's what like, they did with Fitzmagic last year was something. It was awesome. Yeah. And I don't think Tua can do that. <laughs> I, it's watching him is is always interesting to me. It's like I'm kind of looking for something that never comes to fruition. So it's kind of just like, is he going to do it or is he not? It gives me like the same Mitch Trubisky type of feel where it's like, is he going to do it or is he not? And sometimes he can, but it's never consistent. Yeah, shows his signs. But, you know, man, that's been the curse of lefty quarterbacks from the jump. And, you know, you look at Matt Leinart. I mean, that that was kind of like it. The best lefty quarterback in the common era of football was Mike Vick. And that's it. You have to have, like, sprinter speed to be a good lefty quarterback. Or Tim Tebow. Bless up. Bless. Bless. Bless my guy. Bless you. Bless Tebow. (laughs) <laughs> I want to hear yeah. Tim Tebow's take on this whole Blackhawks thing. I he know. needs to bless the I, Blackhawks. I could, I could care less, honestly. But <laughs> Let Tebow go in there, put some God in their lives. Gets down on one knee, I'm cool with it. Those motherfuckers need Jesus. Hell yeah, um, yeah. But uh, yeah, man. No, it's um, it's definitely going to be something moving forward for the Dolphins, where that's an uphill battle. And uh, I will say this though, Mike Gusecki looks like a stud. Finally, right? Dude, drafted that dude for like the past three years in fantasy, being like, this is the year. And everybody's like, you're crazy, man. And every other year, I'm crazy. Not so much this year. He, that's the thing, too, is you watch that guy and you're like, he has it. I don't oh. know where it is right now, but he has that. Like, <laughs> he can If he had it. a great quarterback, he would probably be the best tight end in football. Yeah. Uh, well, Kelsey on an, yeah. not this year, but, but still. He's very Kelsey-ish with his running ability and his athletic ability. He's got hands, too. Great hands. Even did at Penn, too. So a lot of people said the Bears were going to try and draft him uh, the year before they they drafted him. Yeah, he's really lucky they didn't. Um, But, yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely something moving forward. Dolphins uphill battle. But how about those Patriots? What the? I mean, like, I put it here. Jets suck, Patriots own it, and move on. Yeah, pretty like, much. Like, it's not a statement win. They killed them, but, like, the Patriots killed the Jets, and, like, it's not going to change. The Jets are bad. The Patriots are in the middle, but the Patriots ate their lunch. Ate their lunch. Oh, yeah. For sure ate the lunch. Uh, it was uh, it was not that good. You know, I, uh, I kind of feel like Belichick was like, okay, well, we're going to prove a statement here. And they did. Yeah. Good for them. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have a winning record at the end of the year, but they beat the Jets. <laughs> yeah, they beat the Jets. They own the Jets. They college football team, the Jets. They like yes. totally put up Bama numbers this week. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Not going to lie. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how the rest of the season unfolds for the Patriots. I, I don't feel as if they're going to be a playoff team. Though. That's I don't think they are either. If you look at the rest of their schedule, 
going forward. There's a lot of hard games in there, and I don't. There's not a lot convincing me that they're going to be able to pull out the close ones. So no, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. Well, we'll uh, we'll see. How about the how about those Raiders, dude? This was the matchup of injured running backs, and yeah. I got so lucky to have both of them on my fantasy team, and they both got hurt. <laughs> well, like, once again. You know, I put up a great numbers week this week in fantasy and lose by fucking seven. Yeah. So I just don't want to hear about it. I am fifth in the league in scoring. Oh, Mike, I, <laughs> you and I are both one in five right now in that league. <laughs> I'm, But the problem is, Vince, is like I have more points in total than the dude in fourth place. Yeah. And I'm sitting here with my, you know what, my hand. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. Yep. That's what fantasy is. You get screwed. Like sometimes like you just get doesn't the, matter. <laughs> just get it in the A. That's that's it. And sometimes you're happy about it. Um, yeah, right. The Raiders are just good, and Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Derek Carr is a good quarterback. I feel like the Raiders might be a sleepy like pick for a playoff berth this year. I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, in my opinion. Stacked AFC, but well, that's the thing too is they're they're on top of the AFC West, and that's supposed to be the hardest division right now. Hmm. I mean, again, Watch out. we're week seven. We got 10 more weeks to go, but they are five and one currently, and their only loss came from the Chicago Bears. So Bears. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but look at us now. Bears. Look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> who thought? Look at us. Or five and two. Sorry, not five and one. Duh. It's seven weeks. Yeah. It's um, uh it's been it's been bad. Those Eagles, man. You got something about uh, the head coach that uh, you know anything about him? Listen, <laughs> if anybody has a chance to go and watch Nick Sirianni's press conference about the loss on Sunday, I highly recommend to go and watch it and just try not to just piss yourself in laughter. He's a botanist. He's clearly a botanist now. <laughs> Fuck NFL coaching. He's talking about how, like, oh, well, you know, so we got to, uh, you know, fertilize the plant. And he goes, I'm, I'm putting pictures of flowers in the locker room. <laughs> Listen, you, have you watered? Have you watered today? <laughs> you know, I'm asking, I'm asking my guys, you know, have you fertilized today? Have you watered today? You know, because we want that plant to pop out. And, what, and when it does, it's got to grow. We're trying to grow this team slowly, but we're trying to grow, you know, because the roots are underground. But when it pops out, it needs to grow. I mean, this guy is on the most Matt Nagy shit I have seen ever. It's like Groundhog Day. It's it's Groundhog Day, but in Philly. And I could imagine the Philly fans are going to eat this kid alive eventually. That's what's funny to me, too, is that, like, if you're going to compare two fan bases, I think Chicago and Philly are pretty good comparison here. <laughs> and they oh. have like they have the same coach. They really we they like legit <laughs> same coach. So full of shit. Like such a just a just a wordsmith of bullshit. You got these like blue collar fans in the background just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this asshole? Get him off the stage. I mean, pretty much. It is bad, and I um, I don't know exactly where the Eagles are headed, but this Nick Sirianni is not it. 
feels like it ain't it. No. Jalen Hurts is okay. I don't think he's going to be the guy. Jalen but... Hurts is actually good. I, I do believe that, you know, he is uh, an NFL quarterback. He's shown it. Um, I believe if Starter? he had the right. Yeah. I agree with that. I, Maybe. I, I Maybe. listen, call me a homer. Call me whatever you want. Oh, uh, you are. <laughs> listen, I think the guy has what it takes. I mean, he proved it in the first three weeks. They look good. Yeah. Like you just said, doesn't the have consistency. Be a crap shoot. Just doesn't have consistency. So, you know, time will tell. But, hey, how about those Rams, huh? How about MCDC out there biting kneecaps in the first half? Dude, that was cool. So we put it on, and it right off the bat, they score, and then you get an onside kick. You get a fake punt. MCDC is a beast. I love him. He was out there for, for kneecaps. They just couldn't seal the deal. That game was close in the first half, and then Stafford did Stafford things. I mean, it still ended up being a seven point or an eight, nine point game. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, still a game where, you know, the Rams, everybody knew they were going to win. Stafford's going to go out there and just do Stafford Revenge. stuff. And yeah, yeah. But you know what? Hey, the Lions will get a win. I don't know where, I don't know when, but they're going to get one. Does this make a case for Sean McVay being such a good coach that Stafford comes in and they're just starting a beast now and they made Goff look pretty good and he doesn't look good on the lines? I've been saying this for weeks. It's a testament to the coaching of McVay. He's a stud. Yeah. Guy's a beast. And he's like five years older than me. So what am I doing with my life? Is he old? He's like 35. No way. Go look it up. Google that shit. 35. Dog is, like, is I think he's probably like 45. No, dude, he's 35 years old. Go look it up. Go look it up. He's 35. There are older quarterbacks in the NFL than him. Oh, my God. Tom Brady's like seven years older than him. Tom Brady's older than him, and Aaron Rodgers is older than him. 35, Sean McVay. Uh-huh. How old is Cliff Kingsbury? Uh, I think Cliff Kingsbury's like 40. He's also a handsome devil. Handsome motherfucker. 42. No shit. 35, Sean McVay. Good for you. I Honestly, if I was a good-looking coach like me, if I was to be a coach at any level, I'd be at college because... You can urban my way through all of the co-eds. I can urban my way... <laughs> <laughs> I can urban my way through college. <laughs> it's so crazy. Just laying down, you know. Why not? Oh, I'm a god here. Lane Kiffin my way around it. Lane Kiffin was the OG of that shit. Like, I didn't even know that. Not to squirrel right now, but I'm squirreling. Um, Mike squirrel moment. <laughs> the reason Lane Kiffin got fired at Alabama and went to Tennessee shortly thereafter and fucked them over <laughs> was was because he <laughs> he got caught banging one of the coach's daughters. Oh my god. And she god. was a student at Bama. <laughs> she was like twenty one. And, and I think that's why he got a divorce and like all that good shit. Oh shit. That I also crazy. highly recommend to go watch the FAU Owl intro video of Lane Kiffin. Um he is so hungover. And I'm Lane Kiffin, the new head coach of the Owls. Oh, I've watched and, that. Oh, man. He is like blasted hungover. Like he's pale. It's hot out because it's Florida. And he looks like he's about to vomit. Like he's like, I'm your new head coach, Lane Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. But let's go to the most pause worthy game of the week. 
Yeah. Bears. Oh God. Three. This Bucks. Thirty-eight. The thing with this game was that like I wasn't even. I was kind of laughing a little bit. <laughs> it was like, over before it started. Yeah, like the it, it was just so messed up right off the bat that it was like, all right, well. But you know, game. but you know, they they've come together as a team over the past couple of weeks, and Matt Nagy can feel that. We'll talk about that in Bears Corner, but. Oh yeah, new segment. That, that hurt my new segment for the peeps. Yeah, I should have buried the lead a little bit. No, no, that's that's not a lead. I trust me, I got far more leads than that shit. Let's but go. just bad, just really bad. Good for Tom Brady, six hundred passing touchdown. Um, you know, just a stud. Just that just... scenario was wild. You know what? It's kind of cool though. Well, with the football and all that. Yeah, I think it's cool. Yeah, I mean, so the big thing was like everybody was posting what it's going to end up being worth, what the ball would, and be like, oh, you're going to get half a mil for it if you kept the ball or whatever it may be. There's no way that's actually happening. First off, like it wouldn't be half a mil off the bat, especially if they know that you're like, that you had the ball and didn't give it back and all that. But like, they yeah, you'd be a, like the biggest asshole of all time. Exactly. If you give the ball back. Exactly. And like he got, he ended up getting a good amount from it. So can't really complain about that. <laughs> no, no, I, I agree 100%. Um, I think that uh, basically uh, what's going to happen here is that guy's going to get like, like the moment of a lifetime with a great, great quarterback. Yeah. They'll probably go to lunch. You should go golfing. If you're a golfer, what if he you're a guy he like said me? He, wanted to go go- he said he wants to go golfing with Tom Brady. That's fucking cool. That'd be sick. <laughs> but who knows if that's going to happen or not? Who knows? Oh, it'll happen. Tommy will get it done. Yeah, I'll do something with him. Uh, it'll be cool. But even though the Bucks are a juggernaut, they're probably going to win another Super Bowl. <laughs> so. Oh, the Bucks are the Bucks are Super Bowl bound again. And you know, that's the thing about the NFC, and I feel like a lot of people fail to remember this, but like, there's only like five really good teams in the NFC altogether. I'm willing to argue three. Mm. I, I, don't, I, I guess the Packers are in there too, but I got Cardinals, Bucks, Rams right now. That's about it. Cardinals, Bucks, Rams, um, Packers. You know, don't sleep. Really, do not sleep. Who am I thinking of here? I don't know. You tell me. I can't read your mind. <laughs> the 49, the Cowboys, the Cowboys. I was gonna say, oh, that's true. The Cowboys are pretty good. I don't yeah, know. I mean, the Cowboys are looking pretty good. I mean, it's the most underwhelming hard knocks of all time, but yeah, looking good. <laughs> Horrible. Horrible. Just the worst. It's yeah. It's very top heavy in the NFC right now. Like the NFC West is better than the AFC West. Who would have thought that? But they got the only undefeated team in the league right now. It seems like it's kind of just going to be, I guess, if you're going to go four teams, I would put probably the Bucks, the Cardinals, the Rams, and the Cowboys. But I don't believe in the Packers, so we'll see how that goes. Dude, the Cardinals are looking legit, and I hope they keep this run going, man. Yeah, they have 225 points on the year. That's, I think, second in the league right now. That's insane. Yeah, it's it's crazy. They're scoring a shit ton of points, and they're looking really good, so... Yeah, I mean, no, there's really nothing to say about the Texans. Uh, the Cardinals and the Texans had a score of Gami this week. This has never been a final score of any game in NFL history. Really? Yep, 31-5. to 
And you call it a scorigami? Yeah, there's a there's a Twitter uh, that is called scorigami that you that posts all like the the possibility of having a unique score, and then if it happens, they like tweet about it. So that's how I learned about it. Muy interesante. Yep. Interesting. Um, they won by a lot, and the car the Texans are bad. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's that's all. We, let, let's just move on from that one. Yep. Let's add on that. How about the monsoon game? What, uh, Colts 49ers? The fucking 49ers laying an egg. Jimmy G. Just not that guy. I was telling you that. You know, he's just so good looking. And from Arlington Heights, I'm just like, I want to like him. You want him to be good. Right. Yeah. I like him in the whole capacity that he goes on dates with porn stars and shit. But not the fact that he's a good quarterback. (laughs) Oh, hey, good for him that he's going dates on with porn stars. But did you hear or did you see the Martellus Bennett comments come out on him? I did not. Please fill me in. So Martellus Bennett being Marty B, you know, former Bears tight end. Very good. Wants, yeah. Very good when he was on. I mean, most of the other times he's just a fucking head case. But he comes out in like a I think it was a radio show or a podcast or something. And he called Jimmy G a total bitch. And he said, the reason we didn't go undefeated that season is because Jimmy G is a bitch. And he held out until the last minute and said he couldn't play on Sunday. Okay. That Sunday morning, I guess his agent said he can't play because they were hoping to get the most value for him. Right. This is New England. Yeah. Yeah. This is back in New England. This is when Marty B got traded to New England. Yep. Um, So with all that being said, Marty B calls him a big bitch. And there was like Jacoby came out and played with a fucked up thumb and almost won that game for us. He goes, but Jimmy G is just a big bitch. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> Nothing surprises me in that. So clearly he's there to make his money and get out. There's I was hearing about this and thinking about this. Did he was that trade just kind of like Belichick being like, screw off Brady, you're not going to the 49ers. I think so, because he wanted to go there. And if he went there, like. They would be better than the Bucks, probably, <laughs> especially well, with that offensive scheme, too. I mean, you know, I think Brady's perfect for. The Bucks, really? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's working out great for them. Like, it's kind of just like a, I think it's he, not even a catch twenty two. It's like it it'll go well anywhere. But he made the right decision. He really did. And uh, I don't think it would have been the same with the Forty ers Supposedly, the Forty ers were interested in him. There was some mutual interest, but then he last was, minute, yeah, he was into it too. They pulled the brakes out of it, and then they were like, "No, it's not going to happen." Well, yeah, and they traded for Jimmy G too. So it's like there's he's already taken up a lot of cap. Oh, yeah. And it's not like anybody wants him in trades now. So I'm just happy that uh, Belichick didn't fleece the Bears. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, for <laughs> real. He could have. Yeah. Uh, so Carson Wentz looks pretty good now. He's kind of giving me glimmers. I know. I know the groans because it's the same thing. And I'm not going to say I'm all the way back in on him. But he looks pretty good. He threw 15 interceptions in 12 games last year. He has two through seven this year. So obviously something's working out with the offense. Um, he's a little swifter on his feet this year, kind of giving me the whole Carson Wentz from his, what was his rookie or second year season where he almost won an MVP. He's giving me that kind of feel. And, you know, if he's good for the rest of the year and uh, Jonathan Taylor keeps doing his stuff, T.Y. Hilton comes back and the defense keeps playing, like it could be a team. Hey, if JTT's on and he provides that spark in the backfield that they need and, you know, they have healthy wide receivers, I think Michael Pittman Jr. is a dog. I've said this Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. 
Um, watched him in his USC days, just an absolute stud. Pascal's not anything to look over either. T.Y. Hilton's back. Like, well, yeah, know, man. It could be something. It really could be. Don't sleep on Jackie Doyle also. You know, Jackie Doyle's a beast. Uh, very Dallas Clark of the modern-day football era. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. If anybody, if anybody knows what I'm talking about, Dallas Clark was a stud. Yeah, but, what kind uh, of tight end wears 44? He'd love to see it. He did, and he didn't wear gloves ever. Nope. He'd probably he probably pulled a Moises Alou and just pissed on his hands. <laughs> he taped his fingers too. He taped. Yeah. Remember, he would tape his fingers. Yep. Oh man, another guy I really hate to love, but just because of that damn Bear Super Bowl. Yeah, I couldn't uh, hate that team though. I as much as I wanted to. They're a cool uh, team, especially oh, yeah. Peyton. Peyton and oh, yeah. uh, who was the running oh, yeah. back? Peyton. Peyton in his prime. Tough to beat, yeah, but quite a team. Yeah, the 49ers, man. They just. Uh, they, they just look don't lost. look there. Yeah. Yeah, they look lost. Offense was bad, and Shanahan's the offensive guy. So I don't know <laughs> what's going to happen there. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. I don't no think he's way. going anywhere, but I'm just saying, like, the the, the constant, um, like, the storyline, I guess, is Shanahan's this offensive genius. He comes and he fixes teams. Like, what is he doing right now? Like, is can that be put to rest? Like, like why? I think, why is he the offensive genius if this is happening to them? I mean, listen, they've been to a Super Bowl with him at the helm. They yeah. were uh, overthrown, pass away from winning that Super Bowl. And, That's true. And I do believe they're just going through some woes right now. Not in the six, but just you know, straight up going I'm through some woes. Through the six. <laughs> Counting money, you know how it goes. Um, but for real, I think they're going through some woes. I do believe that uh, Trey Lance will be a guy. He just needs time to develop. He does. He does not look. He looks very raw out there. Oh, raw as raw could be. Yep. What's that Twitter you follow? I forgot. I was just thinking the same thing. I have no idea. I don't follow him. I just found it. What's the What's the Twitter <laughs> with the with the rawness? <laughs> I don't even want to give him a shout out. He's got 60,000. So hey, maybe he'll find us and we'll go That's raw true. too. That's cool. That's true. It's called Dylan's raw take. Dylan's <laughs> raw take. All after right. Shout out to us, that guy. You can go run over to his if you want after you follow us. But, <laughs> raw take, but no, just I think it's going to take some time. I think Trey Lance next season, uh, he'll have the rest of this year to kind of ride it out because I don't think the 49ers are going to win that division with the Rams in the same division. There's no way. chance. They're not yeah. even close because they so, also have the Cardinals. So there's, they're not even going to touch it. No. So at this point, just ride out the rest of the year. Play Lance as much as you can and don't kill him. Right. And, and get some healthy running backs for fuck's sake. Well, they they in their defense they did draft a beast. Okay, they yeah, did draft a beast in Trey Sermon. Trey but, looks good. Like he's got to get more into the system. Right. Yeah, to go. they just got to play him more. But you know, Shanahan's famous for rotating eighty-seven running backs. Yep. So you know it, it'll tell in time, but they got to just push it to next season. The Colts they have a good opportunity to potentially win. Uh, or get a wild card spot in that division, and time AFC will looks fun right now. Um, AFC looks like something I'll be paying attention to for the rest of the season. Seriously. NFC is a fucking snooze fest. You already know what it is. Uh, yeah. And then the last game of the season, a nice, a nice cap on a horrible week of just boring ass games. Saints thirteen, Seahawks ten. Yeah, this was just the most underwhelming thing ever. I mean, but everybody knew it. 
No yeah. offense. No. Like, Geno Smith <laughs> playing quarterback in 2021 is interesting. That team is nothing without Russ. Pete nothing. Carroll's play calling is... Ugh, like, the whole thing is just like, ugh. Pete might be getting close to go Brandon territory here. What uh, is that, hot seat? Uh, we'll see. Yeah. It looks like Russ would like a change, and if the coaching isn't going to change, then he might have to change. Either he changes where he's at or the cho- coaching changes, it kind of feels like. so. Yeah. I don't know. If the Seahawks take care of him, they'll be fine, but if they take care of the coach, that never usually works. What if Pete Carroll goes back to USC? How fucking cool would that be? That'd be awesome, actually. It would be really you cool. Think you, I mean, he's an older guy. You think he's taking a job after this? Mm, probably not. What is he? Seventy five now? Something like that. He's an older man. He's, he's up seven, there. He's, right he's up there. So, so I'm. I don't know how much left he's got in the tank, but yeah, man, that was an underwhelming game. Saints lace with Jameis, just not the one. Nope. Um, you know, Alvin Kamara single handedly keeps them in that game, but it's the difference. Um, I think whoever bet Jameis on a prop, it was like eighteen and a half yards for the rushing. I saw on FanDuel. What do you have? And what's up? What did he have? He had like 50. <laughs> so if you bet the over on the rushing for him, it was 100% like just to lock and seal the deal. That's great. I love yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So totally cool. Uh, but Only yeah, cool that, thing about that whole dumb game. <laughs> yeah. That's about all you can take from that. So let's get into week eight picks. Yes. This is my time to finally get back on top, Mike. That's what she said. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so good. That was I did not yeah, need to they, do that. Yeah. I didn't need to do that. I'm sorry, people. Here we are. Here we are. All right. So Thursday night football. Packers Cardinals. Who you got? Cardinals. Me too. Fuck the Packers. Yeah. No, I'm rooting for the Cardinals heavy. Gonna be a rough game for the Packers. They got a bunch of guys on COVID. So Yep. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Devontae Adams. Adams, too. Let's go. Maybe Nagy gave it to him. Who knows? Who? No, who knows? Maybe he coughed in a cup and was like, hey, pass it along. Hey, Patty, give it to Devontae. <laughs> <laughs> so, Panthers, Falcons. Panthers at Falcons. I'm taking Atlanta on this. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I think this game is going to be a lot closer than people believe it to be. I think it's going to be like 10 to 12. <laughs> I'm taking the Panthers. I think they come back Okay. from a shit show. Who's, I think the Panthers come back. What's up? Who's playing quarterback? The XFL guy that came in or no, Sammy D comes back. All right. He bounces back. I have faith in my USC boy. Let's go. All right. Titans Colts. Titans. Same. Keeping the spirit alive. Right now. If Derrick Henry can run, then it's game over. Bills, Dolphins. Bills. Book it. Me too. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing. All right. Bengals at Jets. Bengals. Same. <laughs> this, this is an easy week. This is going great so far. <laughs> easy week. Uh, all right. We got Steelers, Browns. Steelers. I'm taking the Browns. Really? Yeah. No kidding. All right. Got good a, luck. Got a ride on the hot hand, man. I picked them last week and I won that. Yeah. So Eagles, Lions, shit fest of the year. You know what? This is where is it, it happens. Is this it is time? where it happens. Is MCDC, it make it happen, guy. I'm I'm with you right now. Let's go, Lions. I'm taking, I'm taking Philly because 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Lions. I'm putting uh, my faith on Motor City. Shit Fest 2.0. Bears at or 49ers at Bears. Hmm. So the reports are, and we'll get to this further in Bears Corner, but Khalil Mack looks to be out for a significant amount of time. Yep. I do believe the 49ers win this game and cover. I think so as well, sadly. It's time to fade the Bears every game, basically. Mm-hmm. Chargers, Patriots. Uh, Chargers. Same. <laughs> We're going to have, like, I mean, we already have a couple picks that are conflicting, but uh, Jag Seahawks. <sighs> this one's hard, honestly. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Jags. I am too. <laughs> Let's go. Let's fucking go. I feel like Let's I go, just, Urban. Stick your fingers religious. where they don't belong. Win two in a row. Let's go. The Seahawks look so bad. Uh, Bucks Saints. Bucks. Yep. Although, hot fact, this just dropped this evening. The Saints recently traded for Mark Ingram for a conditional six-round pick. Yes. So anybody in fantasy, you may want to go pick up Mark Ingram again because they're going to go right back to that one-two punch that they had a few years ago. Yeah, might do him well. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of who the Buccaneers. Oh, the Buccaneers lost to the Rams this year. That's what it was. I'm going to say, yeah. how did they lose? No, they're not going to lose to the Saints. Um, also, you see Kevin White come in for the Saints. No, I didn't. He actually yeah. saw the field. Kevin White was on the field. I think yes. Kevin. He didn't do anything really. Kevin. He did a punt, but Kevin White was on the field, baby. Kevin. All right, we got the football team versus the Broncos. Ooh, football team. Same. Cowboys, Vikings. Cowboys. Same. <laughs> and Giants, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, there's no way they're losing this game after last week. Nope. If they lose nope. this game, season over. You can book it right now. If they lose yeah. against the Giants, like they're not making the playoffs, they might not have a winning record. Yeah. Um. So the last like. I don't know, seven picks there were all the same. So right now, yeah, really... we agreed heavily this week because this week is like a pick em week. I highly recommend, and I usually don't recommend parlays, but if you got like a good hunch that like four or five of these are going to hit at the same time, call a five fucking leg parlay and just oh, yeah. roll. Make the real money off of it. Make the money, babe. Um, So right now we're really looking at Panthers, Falcons. We're split on. Yeah. We're split on Steelers, I think the Browns. Panthers are going to win it. Maybe. Uh, what Steelers... if I go fucking undefeated this week? What if I go undefeated? You're a fucking legend. That's same with you, bud. I do believe, <laughs> for some odd reason, I do believe the Packers may have a shot in this game. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. It's just I hate like... to say it. I think Randall Cobb's going to go for like a crazy amount of points this week. He could. Yeah. I just don't want to. I just don't want to see the... Cardinals lose. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I love the Cardinals. Yeah, I, I like him too. Let let Baby Yoda do his jam. The guys are flipping stud. Phenomenal. Um, and yeah. then Lions Eagles. So really, what we ended up settling on here is like three of the worst, like the most boring matchups are gonna give or take three games on us right now. So that's fun. <laughs> I think it's a good time. Yeah, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So look at that. I love it. I know I, I can automatically update it. Shout out to Google Sheets doing the best. Um, all right, Google so Sheets ain't cheaty. We have a new segment. Are we ready? Do you want to call it or can I? Uh, you can. 
Bears Corner. Welcome to Bears Corner. <laughs> so, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Bears Corner. We've been doing. We've been basically doing this anyway, but we gave it a cool. But now name. we give it a name. <laughs> so, Bears Corner. Welcome to it. Should be more called the Shit Corner, but that's well, it. But let's have a good time, people. What's the difference. Yes. So, Bears Corner. Uh, I'm going to lead this bear's corner off with some pretty, uh, just, yeah, it should be no news at this point. Depressing as hell though. (laughs) It's very depressing. And it goes to show you how little faith this fan base has in its team. So over the past two weeks, the bears have had two very difficult matchups, the bucks and the Packers. Um, there was a report that recently came out that 84% of bettors at a local casino by the name of Rivers Casino had money on the opposing team. So that means more than half, far more than half, 84% of bettors had money on the opposing team playing the Bears. And granted, Packers and Bucks both heavily favored. Sure, but there was zero faith in this team. Yeah, zero. I mean, and I don't blame them. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I I haven't bet the Bears once this year, and I don't plan on doing it. So no, just don't do it. If you're going to do anything, bet the under, and and sure as shit, bet you know Justin Fields under the passing yard total. Yeah, or just to pass the ball at all. <laughs> um, Poor kid. So seriously, not his fault. Um. So in other Bears news, Matt Nagy got COVID. And the funniest thing about that is this was announced right after he has a press conference saying the bears are closer than they ever have been. <laughs> like, How close are we getting Maddie? And that was, I mean, granted that was a, a saying, a, a term of, of words, but like closer than we ever were, he gets COVID. If that's not the most specific, like, like most idealistic thing to happen in a Matt Nagy coach team where he gets something where you can't be close to people right after he says they're closer than they ever were. That's hilarious to me. I am happy. He's not with the team right now. They might win this week. (laughs) You know, that, that might be something to actually like maybe look at, but um, it's just pretty apparent that this guy and, and like coming from a sales background, my entire career, like it's the whole principle of don't bullshit a bullshitter. And this guy is so full of shit. It's coming out of his ears. It's terrible. And everybody Which, in Chicago is a bullshitter. So everybody oh, knows well, what he's doing. <laughs> most people in Chicago know this guy's full of shit. And this, and, and just, and this, I mean that, I mean that nicely, by the way, because I am. Well, right. And I mean, I'm Hey, bullshitter, but we're all like, Hey, hey how you doing? Don't bullshit a bullshitter sort of <laughs> exactly. thing. But it's true. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. This guy is full of a lot of shit. And when he comes out with these statements to the media, basically just begging to keep his job to upper management and George and the fellows up there at Hallis Hall. I mean, he's basically begging for his job publicly. People, if you get an opportunity to watch this, it is terrible. And (laughs) he, he needs to be gone like today. Yeah. And it's just, we've come closer as a team more so now than ever. Or when he handed over the keys to Bill Lazor to call plays, you know, 
you know, I really love calling I plays. Him, I allowed him to call plays. It was yeah, you know, I gave it up to, to him. But, you know, collectively, you know, we come together every week and I, <laughs> I, me, me, look <laughs> at me. I give him the green light to call those plays. No, dude, you're terrible. He's and bad. you're not an offensive genius. He's the most fireable coach in the NFL. And sometimes when I follow bear stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm, I think I'm too far in, you know, like I'm too in, in the hole in the foxhole. But like if you watch national media, it's the same thing. It's like Matt Nagy is the most fireable coach in the NFL. There's no question about it. Everybody knows he's gone. He just better be gone. And there's only one organization that wouldn't fire him, and it's the Chicago Bears. It's the fucking Bears. It's this big-ass boys club that they got up at Hallis Hall with Teddy Phillips, knows nothing about football. George. It's like tickling each other. McCaskey knows nothing about fucking football. When is it going to happen where you bring someone in to just do their fucking job and sit back and collect your fucking paycheck? When? Never. Never. When will this happen? When Virginia, bless her heart, isn't owning the team anymore. You know what? I'm going to go peg one of my roommates who's single right now, and I'm going to say, listen, go become the Virginia boy toy and take nah. this bitch over, yeah, and let's handsome. start this shit. Let's hey, go. You're handsome. Go talk to her. You're handsome. Um, so I found a stat for this week. So jo- Justin Fields didn't look good. Like, that's obvious. Um, I don't really think we can blame him. Like, there was he didn't have any time. So next-gen stats, if you don't follow that, it's pretty good. In 2020, Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles finished fourth and fifth, respectively, in percentage of passes thrown into tight coverage. This year, Justin Fields is currently second in that stat, so either all three of them suck at finding open targets or nobody's getting open. Mm-hmm. I think no one's getting open because the offense is stagnant and horrible. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, even, like, Nick Foles isn't good, but... Nick Foles mm-hmm. is better than what he looked like, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Vince, I want you to guess for me how many total passing touchdowns the Chicago Bears have through seven games this season. I'm trying to take like any of the you said passing, so passing would, touchdowns. Eight. Eight. Yeah. Hmm. You're almost fifty percent off. Four? Three. <laughs> I shit you not, people. Three touchdown passes in the oh modern football era through God. seven games. Jameis Winston had that in the first game. <laughs> this is pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic, and everybody's head needs to roll. Oh, man. And the thing is, is like, I'm laughing. Like, I care about him a lot, but I'm laughing at this point because it's almost a joke. It is a like, joke to be like seeing this every week. It's like you either laugh about it or you cry about it. So I'd rather laugh about it. <laughs> sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess we know now. Shout out Drake. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dude, are we just gonna? This is like the third Drake quote of the. Of this the is the spooky Drake episode. It's are you spooked yet? <laughs> this is the spooky Drake episode. So we know the Bears aren't going to the playoffs, and no. At this no, point, it's, it's over. Just it's make the guys hit, get better and dump the coaching staff. Go out, dump the coaching staff, hire Ryan Day, get a GM in here who knows what the fuck he's doing, and move on with your life. Is it possible? Probably not. No. Will the Bears do it? Probably not. Because it's the Bears, 
and I could do a better job running this franchise than anybody in management and ownership in this fucking team, period. You want to know what I'm excited about? Tell me what you're excited about, Vince. I'm excited about next week when we have the same fucking conversation for the fifth week in a row. (laughs) (laughs) People are going to be like, we're tired of fucking hearing the same shit week after week. It's the same shit. It's the same shit. That's it. Fucking terrible. We know it happens, man. It's a mess. I I hate the people in Chicago. Like, there's this guy... And shout out to his to his uh, his vlog. It's called the the Windy City Bears. And I actually met him at a Sox game this year. And uh, I'll never forget talking to him on the train. And he was defending Ryan Pace. And I was like, "You're fucking kidding me right now." Was it one of those like you defend him because you want him to be good, or was it like defending? him? No, no, no. He actually said like they've done a good job. No, they haven't. I would love to get him on the show because I, I would be like, dude, how's it going? How's it going so far? Good job. Seven. Yeah, you'll lose your. Yeah, I don't know. And well, like, go on. Sorry. Breaking news for everybody. They're looking to move Allen Robinson now. Many reports are saying he's on the trade block. Honestly, good for him. He deserves I don't know better. if they're looking to move him. I think they're trying to get like a what do you, feel. Like a feel. What are you going to do? This guy does nothing for you because you don't script him into the fucking playbook. Yeah. So what is he going to do? I mean, you should move. I just don't know if they're going to move him. Well, we need draft capital for Brian Pace to fuck up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's on a franchise tag, right? Who? Allen Robinson. No, no, no. I don't think he signed. They signed him. They signed him for many years a while ago. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Really? They signed him from the Jags for like a four-year deal, five-year deal. No, no, he needs an year. extension. I don't think. I don't yeah. think so. No, they they didn't. Fran- they did tag him for the season, and then now it's up to them to sign him. But he ain't signing here. He's like, oh, I'm gone. That's yeah. That's okay. That's what I was saying because he got 17 yeah. mil this year for on his franchise tag. So, I mean, they're not going to sign him next year, and he's not going to sign with the team. So you might as well just get rid of him. Yeah, just trade him for what he's worth. Get some draft capital and move forward. And then now I'm also hearing that they're, they're looking to trade Monty. David Montgomery. Yeah, they're shopping Monty. But I think that's more like, what can we get for him? Let's see what happens. But I don't want them making any more moves until they get fired. That's the problem. It's like, Well, I feel like this is going to be like a last-ditch effort by their management to try and keep them relevant, and then that's it. Yeah, just getting rid of David Montgomery would be pretty bad. Yeah, he's pretty good. But, the, hey, this kid... This Khalil Herbert kid's a stud, man. Looks good. Yeah, he looks look really good. That. I mean, look, first hundred yard rusher on the Bucks this season. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, he's he's been playing pretty well. It's just I don't know. It's just watching that offense is especially like being a guy that watches I mean, red zone in general. Like you watch teams just like go down the field. Then you watch a Bears game and you're like, something's up like come on like especially in today's nfl like they gotta do something they have to do something oh yeah no the the bears are are so done well hey breaking news for everybody as we segue this just in cardinals defensive end jj watt will undergo what is now likely to be season-ending shoulder surgery no no you want to go back and change that pick now (laughs) <laughs> no, I mean, J.J. Watt's not going to be the difference maker there, but still, that sucks. I mean, I wanted him to he – was, he's been playing pretty well. That defensive line has been playing pretty well. This is the tale of the tape for J.J. Watt over the past, like, five years. It's, I mean, it's true. 
it's just, you know, you hope for the best and expect the worst kind of a deal. Just kind of breaks my heart. Um, so you have some things to confess to here, Mike. What's that? Major League Baseball. What about it? You're you're a fifty percent jinx this year. I'm a fifty percent jinx. Yeah, Jose Altuve just. At least I'm not a hundred percent jinx. Jose Altuve just went yard. Damn. Did he? Yeah. All right. So the for the people that don't know, we are currently recording on Wednesday night during Game Two. Houston's up seven to two now. Altuve just went yard. I hate that guy. Um. So. I think two weeks ago, maybe last week, you were like, oh, Red Sox and, and Braves are going to the playoff or going to the World Series. <laughs> and the Red I Sox. I just said, continue do not sleep up. on the Braves. Yep. Which, which yeah. I was correct from the beginning of the playoffs. I said, yep. do not sleep on the Braves. If you go back three episodes ago, you will find Chicago Mike said, do not sleep on the Braves. Oh, yeah. Okay. You also now, said the same thing about the Red Sox. <laughs> well, the Red Sox were up two fucking games, and right. they blew it. Mm-hmm. I can't control that. I'm just saying ulterior powers could have something to do with it. I'm just saying. I would say the baseball gods, you know, they make things right. I think it's the Braves' year, in my opinion. They're playing well, great baseball right not now. Not right now. <laughs> not right now. What's the score? 7-2 to two in the 7th. Yeah, not Oof. looking hot. Well... You know what they say? If you split a series at home, currently the Braves have home field. That's right. They got a leg up. So they won the first game. Now they're going to go back to Atlanta. They got to sweep in Atlanta. And now we're talking about something. Only problem is, I don't know if you saw it, but Charlie Morton is currently out for the series. Mm. He messed his leg up pretty bad yesterday. Pitching an absolute gem. Um, And he's their ace. So that's a little worrisome, but... Right now, I'm, this is a Braves podcast because fuck the Astros. Fuck the Astros. Braves podcast all the way. Let's go Braves. By the time next week, I'm hoping it's still a series, and I'm hoping that the Braves are going to take it. So I'm committing to the Indian and not our Indian, but this Indian. What do you mean? Oh, the Braves. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not Chief Blackhawk. <laughs> me smoke. Definitely not Chief Blackhawk, but I'm committing to the Braves. Yeah, the well, Braves I was thinking Indian. the Indians. Uh, also, in MLB news, you see what happened with the Guardians? No. So the soon to be known the Cleveland Guardians are getting sued right now for what? By a woman's roller hockey team that has a trade market for the Cleveland Guardians. <laughs> yep. Isn't that wild. They have a trademark though, so they actually can't take that team without paying them. They wanted to offer them like ten grand, and they're like, "Fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> 10 grand how about 10 million that's what they're saying basically they're like you make way too much money as an organization to not give us more money for this like there's no way you're gonna pay us 10 grand and be done with it hell yeah so they could have a name change coming up soon if they don't pay these girls so that's <laughs> fun women power baby that's what i'm saying no Love take the money it. fuck yeah if you have the trademark hell yeah that's why you did it uh, take the money, money. that's why you did it there's no fuck reason the to do a trademark if you're just gonna let them do it know what they should do they got what? the logo already made they should just switch the G to a P and call them the Pauly Walnuts. <laughs> and as I said, every time they hit a home run, oh, <laughs> oh, T, oh, <laughs> I support it. I don't think there's a big Italian. Uh, there's a lot of Italians in Cleveland. I could be wrong, though. More than you suspect, Vince. I guess more so. than you suspect. There's always more Italians than you think. We are everywhere. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how this series ends up going and. 
yeah. I'm excited for April when the White Sox come back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how excited I am about that, but for sure. We'll see. Um the tell. last the last thing on this on this docket. Oh here. man. So we made it. Hey, I think I think we're clean now through the spook episode. I th- oh, jinx it. Fingers crossed. Who knows? Yeah, we, we're on the last subject here, so that would be pretty shit. Honestly, this entire episode, every time there's been a pause with Vince, I'm like, did he Uh-oh. go? Is he gone? <laughs> Is he gone? <laughs> Is he gone? Is I'm gone? here. I'm here. I'm happy. When he um, talks, I'm like, oh, thank God. So, and this is different now, too, because I wrote this a couple days ago, but the Bears are, or the Bears, the Bulls are currently Ooh. four and oh. Hey. They play tomorrow, so when this is posted, they play. Overreaction they play. NBA Monday or Wednesday. Um, no, 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 and this is what I'm saying. So, the Bulls have mm-hmm. played the Pistons and the Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who they played yesterday. Oh, the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Um, they're scoring a lot of points, and it's really nice to see just from a, just to watch a Bulls team from the last three years just not be able to put the ball in the bucket, and it's just Zach Levine trying his f- best to do anything. Um, they're playing really well. I'm happy to see it. We'll see if the bench is sustainable. Um, I know they're gonna lose a couple coming up because they're all playing a bunch of uh playoff teams coming up here and they're playing the Knicks tomorrow. So we'll see. Hopefully they get out of that with a winning record. If they go 500, they're still three up. So, or four up. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to watch. The bulls are finally a fun product to watch on the court. And I am here for it. Well, I, uh, I'm here for it too. What I will say as a lifelong bulls fan and someone have, who has seen the top of the mountain, be it at a very young age, but I did see it. And then I was heavily disappointed uh, in the mid to late 2000s when we were very close and it it just ended up coming short a couple times. Thanks to the South bitch, a.k.a. LeBron James. South bitch. Um, Love that. I'm excited. And, you know, I know I am the pessimist of this uh, pod with the Bulls, but you just you got to let go all 82 people. 82. Yep. And. uh it's going to be a long season. Am I excited for what I see right now? Yep. They got to come together and play. It's great to see that they're playing defense. Yeah. Uh, like that's really something well. that's been missing. Yeah. So there's four guys in the rotation right now that are top 10 in defense this year, mm-hmm. which is cool because that's a team like coming into the season. It's like, they're going to score, but they're also going to let people score. Well, so, if everybody buys into the Billy Donovan process nice rotation yeah if they have a good rotation if they're not overusing guys which was tibbs problem yep and i I don't hate on tibbs tibbs is a great coach for about five years and then he had his qualms it's just yeah but he's also a good coach so very good coach and comes from the doc rivers you know tree Mm -hmm. and i just believe that if the bulls play consistent defense rotate correctly and you know, score a fair amount, which they're going to have to in this league now. Yep. It's going to be good in the East for them. Now, you know, do you get past Milwaukee? I don't know. It's tough. No, I mean, the thing is, <coughs> excuse me. The thing is now is the East is actually probably the stronger conference, which is weird. I, dude, Clay is about to come back. So everybody better. No, pause. I'm saying as, as a, as a, as a whole, because the Warriors currently are playing really well. Um, so you got the top teams. The Lakers look like they got some stuff going on. It's LeBron team. See, number not it's going to go. But the Did bottom, 
the bottom part of the West right now, or like if you're talking like there's 15 teams, so I would say like, I don't know, seven and down. The West is considerably worse than the East. And that's not how it's been for the past 10, 15 years, where it's kind of like rotating now. But like, I don't, I don't see a world where the, the Bulls might even miss the, uh, the playing tournament and have like a five seat. Really? It's totally possible. Did you see Steph drain 25 points in the first quarter of a game Dude, last week? God. He's a cheat code. Dear Lord. I can't even do that shit in 2K. No, I know. It's that's what I'm he's a video game. It's crazy. Clay coming back, they're gonna be really good. Um, but I mean the thing is, is like will they be able the seventy sixers look like they're in a rough little spot. Celtics look like they're in a rough little spot. So you're looking at the Nets without Kyrie right now and the Milwaukee Bucks. I don't know, man. They could be good. We'll see what happens. I think we have to revisit this like once a what if, few more what games if the start Bulls happening. Got Kyrie, dude. I'd hate it. Honestly. Why? Because he can't play. The Bulls would let him play. No, I know, but he can't play in any California market or New York market. It's so ass backwards. It is, but I mean I wouldn't and also Lonzo Ball. I like Lonzo. So Hey man, Lonzo, he's breaking records and he's only twenty four years old. I didn't yep. even realize that by the way. Yeah, dude, he's younger than me. It's crazy. Oh, fuck, he's younger than me too. <laughs> well, he's younger than me, Mike. <laughs> I'm 30, dog. I have um, bad, I have bad news for you. <laughs> I got bad news. You got to do the math. Um, but no, for real, good for Lonzo. It, I, you know, in a weird way, and I hate to admit this, but I do believe that he fits in with our culture well, perfectly. He, he's kind of got this attitude with him mm-hmm. that his dad is a total clown. Yeah. But still, hey. he's got this. What he was at the game yesterday. Clown. And- and keep him out thing, of that no, but the thing is, though, is like, I think he's starting to like, you know, this is my spot. Let my boys do their thing. Like, I mean, the the Hornets and the Bulls are the two best teams in the Eastern Conference right now. So you know, both of his boys are doing well. And like he's I think he kind of realized like you're getting in their way um, because really there would have been no reason to know that they were there unless they didn't show him on the Jumbotron. And that's like the thing, too, is like it's, you know, he's. Taking a step back, letting them do it. They're grown men, so let's go. Hey, so so Vince, this might be a funny bet. If uh, if the Bulls win the East, will you buy a pair of big baller brand shoes? I don't even think they're doing it anymore. <laughs> they're coming back with it. Are they? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, if the Bulls win the East, I, <laughs> I don't You know, will buy bro. a pair of big baller Them brand shoes. Them things are shoes. ugly as hell. Oh, you must. <laughs> So you must. If they win, if you say win the East, like go to the finals or win the East, like, dude, they're $700. No way. They're $700? $695. Well, fuck that. You fuck can buy that. a pair of Jordans for less than like that. Like, you buy two pairs of Jordans for less than that. Yeah, I guess, no. like, when they first started. I would do it if it was started, 200 bucks. I would do it. They're 200 when they first started, um, like people hated the shoes because they were shit. Well, they're ugly as hell too. And I guess people would call in the customer service to try and make a return. They'd be like, "Well, this is a big ball of brand, and if you're trying to make a return, you broke." And they would hang up the phone. That's so ridiculous. I hope that's not true. That's so no, ridiculous. it is true. Like hilariously true. Like oh god, typical, typical of the big baller brand <laughs> and the ball family. But you know what? I will say they this: got two studs in the NBA, dude. <laughs> Hey, you know, I think um, 
I think Lonzo is coming into his own. He knows his role. And I think that uh, Billy Donovan will know how to use him correctly. His perimeter defense, that guy is long. He can cover three positions. Like it's, it's great to see, man. And that's the thing I want to, I want to temper expectations. Like I don't want to come in here and be like, they're going to be amazing, but no, shit, if they have a winning record and they make the playoffs, then let's go. Shit. Yeah. I, I think, um, I think that they do have an opportunity to make the playoffs. I do believe that this team has the horses finally and the bench. So, you know, now it's them all coming together and just playing as a team. And if they can do that, I think they'll be deadly. Do they win a finals? Probably not. I think honestly, in my opinion, this year, this is going to be the sun's year. Suns are going all the way this year. It's a hard train. We'll see what happens. Suns and four kid. Sons and four. That was a fun time. <laughs> this hey, 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 hey. I got an OG shirt from it. It was pretty dope. Oh yeah, no, it's cool. It's on our Instagram that you were next to me. And Sons so, and four people. Go hey, like low that key, page. that's my West Coast team. Yeah, no. I'm not too far behind you, honestly. I gotta think about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, who else are you gonna root for there? I liked the Warriors before they were good though. And like oh, did you? No, I'm I'm not even fucking with you because like I didn't really care for them when they were actually good. But like in 2010, when like Monte Ellis and Steven Jackson and like all of them were there, like the I Believe team and stuff, like they were awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean, and Steph Curry's resurgence and all that stuff, they were cool and off the bat. But you know, you know how it goes. Is that the team with Jason Richardson on it? Oh hell yeah, they had the oh, orange. They yeah. had the they had the orange jerseys. It was and Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is on the team too. Yeah, they were and Bar- Baron Davis. Barry Davis on the team too. They're good. Way back with it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like them then, so I gotta I gotta make a new decision now what my West Coast team is. Well, you know what? It seems like there's a nice trend happening in the NBA right now where they're actually letting them play defense. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's like, ooh, okay. This I can get behind because in the past, it's like you can't even pass gas in the lane without getting a, fo- a foul. You so. see, do you see they they cut off those like fake fouls where they like fall into them and stuff? Good. They're not doing those nonsense. Anymore. Don't do that shit. James anymore. Harden's gonna score like ten points a game now. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate that shit. Yeah. Just score legitimately. It's brutal. It's bad. It's real bad. So, um, you know, I don't know if you saw it, but the seven the top seventy five list came out. Yes, sir. Who got snubbed, Vince? Well, <clears throat> I think Dwight Howard should have made it, personally. Really? Him at his top was unbelievable. And I know... Now, like, is this top 75 of all time? Yes. Mm, top 75, guys. And it's really interesting, so go out and check on it. And obviously, everybody's got an opinion. It makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of Clay Thompson talk, how he should have made it. Maybe, maybe not. But the only thing, the only argument I have with Dwight Howard is... Um, he was at the top of his game. He was at, he beat, like he went to the finals, like as the number one player on the team. Um, and he beat, what was it? He beat the Celtics. I know he did, but even so it's just like, he took care of shit in the middle mid two thousands. And like, he was good for a couple seasons there. And if it depends on how people think about it, there's a lot of old guys on it and stuff like that. But Dwight Howard should have made it. I'm cool with Clay Thompson being off of it. And like, I know in 25 years when they do the top 100, there's going to be a lot of different shit going on. So it's going to be interesting. Did they talk about how LeBron went from six to 23? Like he's LeBron or 
not in that. Well, they they didn't rank them too, but they also like I, I I'm so sick of LeBron shit, dude. Oh the God. spooky Drake episode. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. I didn't even catch that until right now. You're dead. I mean, come on, people. <laughs> I hope everybody caught my Drake puns tonight. And, I caught all uh, of them except for that one. That one hit me. That was rough. But it was a so, reach. It was a reach for don't sure. Change, don't change your number, LeBron. I don't get why you did that, but whatever. Because he, he has to do those type of things to get motivation, I guess. Stupid. I really dislike him and his team of geriatrics. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I am so over There's it. trouble in paradise, though. AD was yelling at Dwight the other day, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, boy. Here we go. Whatever. That's NBA yeah. talk. There we are. <laughs> That's it, people. Well, Vince, the, yes. the, the spooky Drake episode was a success i believe overall mostly <laughs> mostly technical uh, difficulties here there. don't ever touch that microphone ever the fuck again you hear never, me never doing it never again you're excluded from touching your microphone you hear me yes sir yes sir <laughs> never again well people we appreciate the growing following right now and the uh the people who are are tagging us and 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 bringing us into their posts, we we really do appreciate it. Shout Sport. out to rank that the rank the podcast. Shout out. I mean, just appreciate the love and support from day one, and you know, of course, uh, follow, like, share, subscribe, right, and uh, go check out it. all of it, and 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 go check out Vince with his breaking uh, journalism on like on the twitters. The yes. 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 So uh, episode 16 of the Taxi Squad podcast in the books. Peace.